Hello everyone, we're back and uh, we have a short, cute little episode for you guys today. We just want to share our favorite podcast with you guys because it, it just wouldn't make sense for us to be making a podcast without listening to them as well. So I'm going to introduce two of my favorite podcasts. The first is called Bad Blood. Hey guys, so this is Sarah, and I'm currently editing this, and I realized that I got the name wrong. Bad Blood is actually the name of the book about Elizabeth Holmes, and the podcast name is called The Dropout, so I'm so sorry about that. I'm stupid. Okay, continue. And it covers the story of Elizabeth Holmes, who was a Stanford dropout, who uh, created this big company called Theranos that was supposed to revolutionize the medical field. Um, unfortunately, it was just a total scam, and uh, she just really got caught up in the labels and just wanting to be like the next Steve Jobs um, and chasing after the prestige. The whole thing failed. Um, it just ruined a lot of lives and a lot of the Theranos employees' lives. Um, and so this podcast does a really good job at breaking that down. And um, I, re- I listened to this podcast after reading the book, uh, Bad Blood by John Carreyu. I'm not really sure how to pronounce the name, um, but it was very interesting to uh, get like different perspectives on the same story and seeing how it, they both aligned um, just made it like an interesting experience to listen to a uh, the story of someone who wasn't very different from us. You know, she was a Stanford freshman when she dropped out, and um, now she's. Yeah, she's she's kind of a mess. <laughs> yeah, what's um, happening? <laughs> what's with her now? Is she like in prison or something? So, like I've searched her up and I think she's just facing like a bunch of lawsuits and I don't really know. She's probably serving a lot of time in prison um and like Hello, it's me again and I just want to say that I looked up Elizabeth Holmes and where she is now and it looks like the cases and trials are still ongoing but she could face up to 20 years in prison and is could also be charged $250,000 for each count of wire fraud. So there's that. Okay, continue. And then the second one is called Ear Hustle, which is amazing. It has like four seasons and I finished them all. And it's this, so her name is Nigel. Yeah, her name is Nigel. She volunteers at San, Qu- San Quentin prison which is in I believe yeah it's in the Bay Area um and she basically is recording a podcast about prison life with the prisoners um and her co-host is Erlon who was um a prison who is a prisoner I guess he was he was he he is now out but he was facing a lifetime sentence um for murder but yeah, so, so they co-hosted the podcast together, and it's so interesting because you get to hear all these stories about prison life, um, especially in a place like San Quentin where a lot of people are serving life sentences, and it's a very, like, maximum security prison, um, and how it's not – I don't know. I, at first, I kind of thought that they were going to, like, debunk a lot of the myths by showing the injustices of the prison industrial complex because it is, you know, very unfair and cruel – Um, But they actually do it in a way that's just like very, I don't know, very effective. Like they don't, they're not like actively seeking to create some sort of like negative energy or um, some sort of controversy, but really just trying to show what life in prison is like 
um, on a real scale. And it's, it's funny, it's moving, it's heartbreaking, it's, it's enticing. It's, yeah, it's, it's really great. And so those have been my two favorites. Um, if, yeah, I highly recommend if you, if I had to choose one ear hustle all the way, it's been amazing. I finished like the whole thing and I'm just like waiting for the new episode to come out. And it's so interesting because you get to hear the progress of some of these prisoners. Um, Erlon has now been, you know, released. And so just to hear this whole progression and how life is like after prison has been very, very educational and also just, um, yeah, just really amazing. But no, that's super, that's super interesting. I've kind of started watching this like YouTube series by this woman who was a, she was imprisoned in Florida for just like for only three years. Um, but she talks a lot about like what life was like in prison and all of the different like social structures and like, she just talks about like the day-to-day life. And it's so, I don't know, it's super fascinating to hear about. Yeah. I can imagine that'd be really cool. Yeah. Like one of the things that struck me was like, in order to keep their drinks cold, sometimes um, men put their drinks in the toilet. Um, mm-hmm. That's how you can keep it cold. Um, and like another thing, oh yeah, they were talking about the boom boom room, which is like, which is like basically the unspoken place where like people go to have sex with their partners when they're like visiting and stuff, and they talk about like how relationships work in prison. I don't, and just like crazy things like how people like cook food in prison, even though there's like no actual fire or gas, like you just like they literally are like caveman style, just like figuring something out. It's crazy. Or like there's the race structure, um, mm-hmm. how like how present it is and how divided it is in prison. Um, and it's just it's, it's a whole nother world. So. Yeah, no, she does the same. And like the first video that kind of like got, was on my feed was she made like prison cake. And like, I was like, what? This lady really went to prison? And then like, yeah, it's just like tons of videos. So you can check her out too. Her name's Christina Randall. Um, okay. Yeah. And she just like, yeah, so totally. And it's given me like, it's like a whole way that some people, it's their entire lives that we just right. like don't know what it's like at all. Right. It's yeah, super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So highly recommend. Yeah. I want to toss it over to Catherine now. So that okay. Oh, it was so hard to pick because I probably like I probably cycle between like at least like 10 to 15 podcasts that I'm like always listening to. Um, and it's like I really appreciate all of them. So it's really hard to pick um, and kind of hearing what Sarah said about hers. I kind of want to I was going to um, do two I think I'm gonna add a third because I I have to but so I'd say the first the first one is like the first podcast I really ever started listening to um and it's called dissect and it's um it's this guy and um I don't really know what his credentials are I think he just really likes um music and I think he just decided that he was going to um pick his favorite albums and just like analyze each song in a podcast that's usually like I don't know half an hour to an hour um for like the season is is just one album so the first one was To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar and I just think it like totally I mean I already loved that album but I think it means so much more to me now that I've heard an in-depth analysis and it doesn't even have to it's not even like 
scholarly or like super um I don't know it's not like it's by some expert or anything but it's just like taking the time to listen to each lyric and to understand each song and it's like part of the whole album is just like really really eye-opening um and I think we also have really similar tastes in music because he always picks albums that I really like um I so he's also done um My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy by Kanye West. That was a great um that was a great season and then he did Blonde by Frank Ocean and he did The Miseducation of Lauren Hill which I actually haven't listened to the album. So I haven't listened to that uh that season yet cuz I don't want to that seems kind of wrong. And then I um and and he just finished with Flower Boy by Tyler the Creator. So it's like I don't know. It's one of those things where like each time there's a new episode, I like instantly am like going to listen to it. And I, I never miss an episode. Um, And it's just like, I've realized like every time I hear it, I'm like, wow, like these people are poets. Like this are, this is art <laughs> and it's, it's really incredible. And then he also analyzes like, not just the, like the, the lyric choices, but also the musical choices and kind of goes into more like music theory, which is pretty cool. Cause like, I feel like we never talk about the music theory of like popular music or especially rap, rap music. And I also really like this podcast cause I don't think rap music is really get like really gets, um, gets like the serious the analysis that it deserves. Yeah. Like, and and once you take a moment to think about, I mean, everybody knows that To Pimp a Butterfly is a masterpiece, but, like, it really is. It really holds up to, like, scrutiny when you look at every lyric, and I don't know. It's just really incredible. So that's my that's my first recommendation. Um, my second recommendation is um, also another one of my, like, old favorites, and I don't – I can't say – I think – okay, I'll just say what it is. <laughs> um, it's called By the Book. I've already mentioned it before, but it's these two women who pick a different self-help book um, every two weeks and they read the whole thing and they take notes and they follow it. They follow it really well for two weeks. And then at the end of those two weeks, they come back and they talk about if it worked and how it, how it changed uh, the way that they live. And um, what I think I really, I mean, I've always been kind of interested in like, like self-help type stuff. But I think what I really like about that podcast is I just think that like the two women have this great chemistry where they're just like really, really good friends and you can tell, and they're both really interesting people and they don't. Hold- yeah, I know <laughs> <laughs> they don't like that's what's really great about their podcast is they just, because it's a self-help podcast, like they have to be really personal and they have to be, um, you know, they can't really, there's nothing that they don't talk about. Um, and so they just are really open and really genuine and it's just like amazing to see. And they're both like in their late thirties, I think. And it's just like incredible to see a strong, like a really strong female friendship. That's like, I don't know. I don't think there's a lot of models for that. You know, like there's not a lot of TV shows or like movies that just focus on like a strong female friendship um and people that are just like really open about their life and their struggles and stuff so I just I love that podcast um and I also just think that it's it's fun and it's good to if you do like self-help books it's a good way to like actually know which ones are decent and which ones are terrible um their most recent one they just did 
Oh, yes. <laughs> I had to raise my hand because uh, Catherine and I have to speak individually or else the audio is going to be shitty. Um, but basically, when I first hear about that, it makes me skeptical because um, it's almost like, like, I don't know if two weeks is enough, you know? And, like, I feel like uh, it can get to a point where, like, if you take too many people's self-help advice, it almost becomes um, counterintuitive where like, it's just information overload. So I guess my question is just like, do you think that like, uh, they're finding it to be effective, like making these two week trials where, um, they're, they're seeing like legitimate progress and, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I, I actually like, don't, I don't know. I feel like it's like kind of more of a, like a, a good jumping off point to just like talk more about deeper subjects because personally I don't think I've ever like I don't know most of the time I haven't thought that like I'm really going to I haven't ever been like oh I want to use that book now that I heard them talk about it um but I'd say mostly I'm just there for like them being friends and that that's kind of like a backdrop because I kind of agree like it's not that long but what they do they do um an episode at the end of each season where they they re- they go back and they talk about each book and they say, what have we kept doing? What was like the worst thing that we had to do? And um, what was, I can't remember. I think that's what they do. Like what stuck and what was like torture um, <laughs> is how they call it. Um, and I think it's almost, it's almost more of an argument against self-help books, honestly. Like it's kind of more showing that like the, the it's it's interesting they have an interesting dynamic where okay so it's Kristen and Jolenta and Kristen like really has her life together and like hardly ever seems to need the self-help books um and Jolenta seems more like she's it was kind of her idea and she's the one that wants to try all of these things out (laughs) yeah but I think that um in the end it kind of shows like how both of them like I don't know how they both are living their lives and how it's okay to be like, okay to not have everything together all the time. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I really love that podcast. I don't usually see it as like a recommendation though. Mm. Um, A few, well, one of them that I actually, that they loved um, was uh, what to say when you talk to yourself, I think. And that's about negative self-talk. So Mm -hmm. that's going to be, very pertinent to our next episode. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, that's a great one. Um, the last one that I, that I thought of because I think Sarah's suggestions were really like, just like something that you should listen to if you want to be like more socially conscious and like understand things. And it's kind of like a story that people need to know. Um, I just finished listening to a podcast called the dream, which is about multi-level marketing um which is kind of like a a fancy name for pyramid schemes also called like direct sales or um it's another word for it uh oh like being brand ambassadors I don't know I don't want to call anybody out but like it's (laughs) it's um that may or may not be something my company (laughs) (laughs) I I okay no I I wasn't thinking about that I don't know anything about your company but um MLM's um, they're pretty 
they're pretty popular in Utah, but they're really quite dangerous. Like they're they're kind of um they're they're marketed heavily to like single women or not single women, mothers, um, stay-at-home moms, people who generally maybe are less likely to be employed in a traditional way. And it's kind of um, exploiting that idea of being a being a, a small business owner, but it it's not like it. Um, most people can never make money off of it. It's kind they're kind of doomed to fail. Um, and I just think everybody should should um, listen to it because it's just really powerful to know what's kind of going on with those companies. Um, and also what the what was really just like kind of enraging about it, but also fascinating was how the American government has basically shielded and protected MLMs and allowed them to flourish. Um, and that a lot of like the biggest MLMs have political and financial ties to the white house. And that's how they can continue to exploit people. And, and it's usually low income people. It's not people who have a ton of money. It's usually um, low income women who are kind of at the, at the expense of these pyramid schemes basically so anyways i love that podcast it's called the dream and i think they're going to come out maybe they have another season that's about something completely different but i think it's all about kind of the idea of the the american dream and kind of the falsehood that like it it really is so Mm. listen to it if you want to be informed maybe slightly upset (laughs) yeah maybe slightly upset about humanity (laughs) yeah no that that is always a a thing that happens but then listen to yeah listen to some other more positive to dissect and yeah make you feel a little better you can create yeah Yeah. I mean I feel like these days more and more I just hear about um I don't know maybe it's because like I'm just like actively seeking it out but more so just all these things that we think make America so great were founded based upon uh, really corrupt things, you know, like the whole idea of, of, I don't know, just even, even 4th of July, I was just kind of like, man, I don't know if I should be proud of this country or not. <laughs> um, and like Thanksgiving, you know, and Columbus and, you know, I, I, yeah, I think people. honestly, 4th of July, I don't know. 4th of July just wasn't, I, every time I think about being patriotic, I get a little bit like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. The whole, like, capitalism and um, colonialism, all of that is just, you know, kind of makes you hesitant about, like, whether you should really be proud of what this country is standing for um, and kind of just unveiling that mask. But yeah. anyway, we digress. <laughs> Those are the podcasts that we recommend that you check out. We really hope that you do listen to them. Um, and, yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. Catherine, do yeah. you want to add anything? Um, no (laughs) that's you said you said everything that's perfect (laughs) I'm just perfect yeah no you're just you're just perfect um I mean I have like a gajillion podcast recommendations so I can I will always be ready to give out more (laughs) yes yes okay yeah so um anyways we'll see you on the next episode bye guys bye